Good morning and welcome to the Merkel Treehouse. It's Wednesday, July 26th, 2023, and I'm Audrey Merkel, your host. Today we've got some interesting news for you. Apparently, shitcoiners are trying to scan your retinas. This is not a drill. Hide your eyeballs, everyone. Today we have some jaw-dropping news about WorldCoin, the eerie shitcoin and digital ID project led by Sam Altman from OpenAI. It launched on Monday, claiming to verify users' identity by scanning their eyes. But there's more to this story, and Morton Anger has stepped away from the campaign trail to uncover the truth. Let's hear it from Morton in the newsroom. Morton, what have you discovered? My fellow freedom-loving individuals, I've taken a break from the campaign trail as I must sound the alarm bells and expose the grave threat posed by WorldCoin. This project, spearheaded by Sam Altman, seeks to collect and exploit our very biometric data, our personal identity, our irises, all in the name of so-called identity verification. This is nothing short of a blatant invasion of our privacy, a violation of our fundamental rights as human beings. Imagine, my friends, a world where our most intimate details are scanned, stored, and controlled by a centralized entity. Our very identities, once private and sacred, are now mere data points in the hands of strangers. This is no story from a sci-fi pulp magazine. WorldCoin is a dystopian nightmare disguised as a shitcoin. But the horror doesn't end there. WorldCoin has shown a disturbing willingness to exploit vulnerable populations in the developing world, targeting users in Asia and Africa without proper consent. They've deployed deceptive marketing practices and collected personal data without meaningful informed consent. This is not how a responsible ethical project should operate. We must stand firm against this egregious violation of our privacy rights. Our biometric data is not some commodity to be traded for profit. It's an extension of ourselves, and it deserves to be protected with the utmost care and respect. Moreover, WorldCoin's connections to questionable figures in the crypto space only deepen our concerns. The involvement of Sam Bankman-Fried with allegations of fraud and Kyle Davies, tied to a bankrupt hedge fund, raises serious doubts about the integrity of this project. As a community, we must reject WorldCoin's invasive practices and protect our right to financial sovereignty. Let us turn our attention to true decentralized projects like Bitcoin, which prioritize individual freedom and security. Remember, my friends, we are not pawns to be used and manipulated by a centralized authority. We are sovereign individuals, and our privacy is non-negotiable. Together, let's raise our voices against this privacy nightmare and let the world know that we will not be silenced or controlled. In the face of such an insidious threat, we must unite as a community, educate ourselves and others, and champion the values of privacy, security, and financial freedom. Our fight against WorldCoin's privacy violations is not just about this one project. It's about safeguarding the future of our digital world. Let us stand together, resolute and unwavering, as guardians of our privacy and champions of a future built on true freedom and self-determination. I'm Morton Anger, and I'm running for president. Find out more at isupportmort.com. Thank you and good day. Thank you, Morton. The unsettling nature of Sam Altman's scheme to collect the world's biometric data cannot be understated. Such invasive data collection should be banned globally. While there may be legitimate concerns that require a digital ID solution, 
Entrusting this task to a centralized corporation owned by an eccentric billionaire is not the right approach. Joining me in the studio today is Major Nathaniel P. Steele of the U.S. Space Force. Major, what information do you have for us? Has the Space Force discovered any indications that Sam Altman may be from an alien civilization? Of course not, Audrey. Don't be ridiculous. Sam Altman is just another billionaire asshole from Earth. However, it is essential to understand that being from Earth does not grant immunity from the reach of the U.S. Space Force. I assure you, our jurisdiction is boundless. Everything is in space, and that includes the Earth. One day, if Sam Altman is found guilty of crimes against humanity, he may indeed face the full wrath of our Space Force. Our orbiting penal satellite will be ready to hold those who dare to violate the laws that protect humanity and the integrity of our financial systems. But I'm not here today to discuss Sam Altman. There is another pressing matter that requires immediate attention. I'm here to discuss the proprietary number-go-up technology employed by BitBlockBoom, a true Bitcoin conference. This insidious technology is set to surge the price again in less than six days. It's crucial for everyone to act swiftly and purchase their tickets now at bitblockboom.com. By using the promo code MERK, you can further thwart this number-go-up technology and protect yourself from any potential manipulation. A 10% discount awaits those who are vigilant in safeguarding their interests. Thank you, and I urge everyone to take action and secure their tickets immediately. Together we can ensure a fair and transparent environment. This is Major Nathaniel Steele signing off. Thank you, Major Steele. It's quite a whirlwind with Sam Altman seeking to link everyone's biometric data to establish a digital ID, Mark Zuckerberg vying for market dominance against Twitter, and Twitter's rebranding as X to create an everything app similar to China's WeChat. It's intriguing to see these billionaires either battling for our attention or seemingly eager to scan our eyeballs. Now for a delightful change of pace. Pinto Pete is ready and waiting on the range to deliver his fascinating lecture on the history of the energy dollar. Pinto? Howdy, folks. Today, we're riding back in time right along Pope Gregory's day chain to the year 1921, a time when two titans of industry, Henry Ford and Thomas Edison, made their way to Florence, Alabama, steaming along in Ford's private train car, the Fair Lane. And you know what they brought with them? A whole pack of reporters ready to spread the word about Ford's latest venture. Now what brought Ford all the way to Muscle Shoals, Alabama? Well, it was his grand vision of a 75-mile-long city powered by clean hydroelectricity sitting pretty along the Tennessee River. This city, my friends, would be a harmonious blend of factory working and farming, a place where folks could have a job in the factory while still tending to their homesteads, growing their own crops, raising their own cattle. It was a vision of a new age where water-powered electricity would fuel a river fleet of self-propelled barges and support industries far and wide. And all of this would be possible thanks to the mighty Tennessee River. But Ford wasn't just building a city, he had a big idea to shake up the American currency as well. You see, as electricity was taken over homes with washing machines, refrigerators, and vacuum tube radios, Ford saw a chance to change the basis of the American currency. Instead of gold, he wanted to back the U.S. federal notes with the electricity he generated in Muscle Shoals. He called it the energy dollar. Now, some might say it sounds familiar like Bitcoin, but as you'll see, it was more like a shitcoin than the real deal. Ford believed that gold was evil and caused wars, and he aimed to bring stability to the value of the dollar by tying it to electricity. A noble idea indeed, but one that would face plenty of challenges. You see, back then, after World War I, 
the American economy was in a bind, and the question of the Federal Reserve and the gold standard was on folks' minds. Ford's ally, Thomas Edison, was working alongside him to stabilize the value of the dollar. They wanted a dollar to always be worth a dollar without the rent-seeking tricks of money brokers. They were dreaming of a better America, one where the average worker could have a fair shot at prosperity and not be at the mercy of bond manipulations and money games. But just like today, there were plenty of schemes and ideas floating around, with different shitcoiners proposing their own monetary systems. From the aluminum money plan to the patriotism dollar, it was a wild west of currency ideas. Well, folks, let me tell you, Henry Ford's energy dollar was heading down a rocky trail right from the get-go. You see, his whole plan relied on Congress to define the value of the energy generated. Now, that might sound like an energy dollar, but it sure wouldn't be protected from debasement like when it comes to something like Bitcoin. In the end, Ford's dream of the energy dollar fizzled out like a campfire in a rainstorm. The Tennessee Valley Authority swooped in and took over that massive power generation. Now, if Ford had gotten his way, he would have been sitting on a mountain of power, more than anyone else on this whole darn planet. Just imagine that, control over all that electricity flowing through the Tennessee River. He would have been able to wield a great deal of power and control. But you know, it's a tale as old as time. Back then, and even now, we got these billionaires like Zuckerberg, Musk, and Sam Altman, all duking it out for control with their fancy centralized platforms. They're fighting for their own piece of the pie, trying to wield power and influence over the masses. But sometimes we gotta ask ourselves, is that the kind of world we wanna live in? That's why it's important to keep an eye on history, my friends. Learn from the past, so we can chart a better course for the future. We gotta be wary of concentrating too much power in the hands of a few. If you want to learn more about Ford's 75-mile city and energy dollar plan, check out the book Electric City by Thomas Hager. Now, as we ride along this trail of history, remember, it's up to us to stand for freedom, for decentralization, and for a world where power is shared among the people. Thanks for riding alongside old Pinto Pete. Happy trails, amigos. Fascinating lecture, Pinto. Thank you. Now for a delightful dose of laughter, let's head over to the Belly Buster in Jacksonville, Florida, where the incredibly talented Sarah Nichols will grace the stage with her comedy stylings. Take it away, Sarah. Let me tell you about this new shitcoin thing called WorldCoin. Have you heard about it? It's like they want to turn us all into cyborgs or something. They're talking about scanning our eyeballs to verify our identities. Like what's next, a full-on robot makeover? I don't know about you, but I'm not signing up for that. Can you imagine going to the grocery store and instead of swiping your card, you got to scan your eyeball? Sorry, ma'am, your contact lens has expired. You can't buy groceries today. I'd be like, excuse me? I just wanted some avocados, not a retinal exam. <laughs> and what about those days when you're just not feeling your best? Your eyes are all puffy from crying over a rom-com and you gotta go through the eye scanning process. Sorry, Miss Nichols. Your eyes look a little teary today. We can't verify your identity. Oh, great. Now I'm locked out of my own life because I had a moment of vulnerability. <laughs> and let's not forget about the potential privacy risks. I mean, if my eyes are going to be stored on some server somewhere, who's to say they won't end up in the wrong hands? I don't need hackers selling my eyeballs on the dark web. Hey, want to buy a pair of sassy green eyes? 
Slightly used but full of sass. But you know what's even scarier? They want to expand this eye scanning thing to 35 cities and 20 countries. Are they trying to create a global eye scanning army? We see you, world. Literally, we see you. I'm not ready to live in some dystopian society where eyeballs are the new currency. So here's my advice to WorldCoin. If you want to revolutionize digital identity, how about we stick to good old-fashioned private keys? I'm not signing up for this eyeball extravaganza. Let's keep our eyes on the prize. And that prize is not having our eyeballs scanned for shitcoins. We're humans, not robots. And we've got better things to do than play I spy with our own irises. So, WorldCoin, take your eye-scanning orb and keep it far away from my fabulous face. I'll stick to good old-fashioned private keys. And to all of you out there, remember, stay sassy, stay fabulous, and most importantly, keep your eyeballs to yourself. <laughs> Until next time, this is Sarah Nichols signing off. Cheers, darlings. And that does it for this episode of the Merkel Treehouse. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Audrey Merkel reminding you to keep your money hard, your heart soft, and have a little fun sometimes. Please join us every Sunday and Wednesday for the absolute best in Bitcoin mindshare. In the meantime, protect those eyeballs. And don't forget, 10% discount when using the promo code MERK when purchasing tickets for BitBlockBoom. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the genuine Horace Morris and the real Merkel Treehouse Band. Hi kids, I'm Eli. You know, you would really be helping us out if you spread the word about the Merkle Treehouse. Share us, like us, hit the notification button, hit all the buttons, hit every single button you can to get the word out. It really makes a difference. Okay, um, bye.